Welcome to the Untaming Femininity Podcast. I'm Igena Gerasi. And I'm Sam Allen. And we believe that untamed women are real and powerful. Our podcast is all about inspiring curious women like you to speak and live your truth and to express your femininity on your own terms. Tune in for your weekly dose of depth, lightness and heartfelt shares. And today on the Untaming Femininity podcast, we bring you the topic of being the good girl. That touches in my heart. (laughs) Well, it was you that brought the topic right, Megana, and it's a very spontaneous one, and yet it resonates big time, right? It totally does, because some of us have brought up so much with being the good girl, and what is that supposed to be? What is that supposed to look like? And how much it actually affects in the adult life, even though we know that we have all the choices and we have the freedom that we have. So, and we can choose consciously to do something else. And it still rules at some level. I know, right? I mean, just thinking about this season, all about untaming sensuality and, you know, opening up these discussions about the body, about our physical pleasure experiences as women. And, you know, this tiny part that comes up as we start speaking to these things around, should I really be speaking to this? Is this what good girls really do? (laughs) How am I going to be perceived if I open up to these things? And, you know, just that little kind of stigma that's there when we are conditioned and we, we tap into the conditioning that's in us. Yes, exactly. And to the add to that, it's very much what would people think of me? Because that's not my identity. To me, it's so related to what my identity is supposed to look like and what, who am I as a person? And, and this good girl has so much formed the identity in a way. And it doesn't let me go out of this box again. Yeah. It's almost like there's a kind of set standard of behavior and interaction and mannerism that is required if one is going to be a really good girl, right? Yes, exactly. And it's impressive to catch yourself in that type of behavior, in that type of pattern. (laughs) And, And it's scary sometimes as well. It's like how much it has actually ruled and conditioned and directed the life. So even as we're like talking to this topic, I kind of want to invite both of our inner good girls to just take a little bit of a back seat, knowing that they're still loved and that they had some role in our lives at some stage. And right now we need to speak freely about this, right? Absolutely. I love that. <laughs> so how's yours gone, Magena? Yes. <laughs> oh, I have to hear her. <laughs> not very convincing she's like hey I'm still there I'm still controlling a little bit (laughs) I cannot fully let go of the reins (laughs) (laughs) oh I love it well I'm inviting mine out right now so I'm literally going to go to my door a bit like we sometimes do with coaching clients when there's a voice that you know is not serving them and we get them we get the saboteur to leave so here we go my good girl goodbye 
Here we go. I love the theatrical in you. <laughs> you can't take the drama out of me, McGenna. And you know what? There is a kind of dialogue we do need to have with that voice, right? Um, because if we really are going to be untamed, free, liberated, full permission, full experience women in this life, we do need to make choices there around what we're going to listen to and where we're going to come from. And I don't know about you, but it's not the good girl. I love that invitation. And yes, definitely, I accept that. And on the other hand, it's also reinforcing that other part of us and strengthening that other part of us. It feels like even strengthening that other part of us, the important part is also not putting that in a box in the sense that this is my new identity and this is who I am and this is how I act. And it's about, and I've said this very often, right? It's about being present with what is. Who am I right now in this moment? I don't know who I'm going to be in five minutes <laughs> and also forgetting who I was five minutes ago, not being attached to who I've been and, and also being attached to the past and what we have been through and the stories that, yes, definitely they've shaped us. But it's always this curiosity of coming from a place of, oh, who I am now and who do I need to be now and what do I need to connect with or, yeah, what's present? Oh, I love that. <laughs> and as you were speaking, I was thinking, yeah, one of the struggles sometimes is when we realize we don't necessarily want to be coming from the good girl in us, then there's this kind of like automatic leap over to the polar opposite, the wild one or whatever. And of course, the wild one is very welcome in this space. And yet we're so many things. So we don't have to go from good girl to wild one. We can if we want to. And there's also a whole other range of different places in us. The inner child, the peaceful one, the joyful one, the angry one. <laughs> there, there are so many expressions of us. Actually, what's coming to me is leaving behind the good girl is not about going to the other extreme. It's about embracing all of the other colors of the rainbow that live in us. Yes, I love the metaphor of that. And, and I think there is always a, a space and time for all those colors of the rainbow. So, and I think knowing exactly when, which color to use, it's very much being connected with self and having also this situational awareness and connection with what's going on around us. It's very much about experiencing that freedom of what the present moment brings and being in that present moment. Which leads me nicely into my next question, Magena, around who is present in you in this very moment? <laughs> you can get creative here, you can get imaginative. I think our listeners would enjoy that. Actually, I think I'm connected to my beauty energy. And for the ones that actually don't know what that kind of energy is, it's very much being present and calm and serene and kind of feeling like, <laughs> like a guru. <laughs> and now I'm going more eccentric. <laughs> you are a guru woman. Own your wisdom. My genius. You're a genius. <laughs> Hashtag. <laughs> so, yeah. So, you see, it's, it's every moment exploration of 
where does that energy take me and where am I and and play with it it's it's a lot about not being stuck in that identity again I feel the identity is coming up a, a lot today it really is it really is and I was just kind of connecting into who I'm with right now and uh, I'm I'm feeling like a, I don't know like a sort of like martial arts dancer whatever that is like there's a part of me that's kind of dancing in my energy and then I'm kind of wielding some sort of like sword or I don't know what but there's there's something intentional about the dance at the same time and I'm really enjoying that because I feel present and at the same time I'm feeling in a kind of motion I don't feel like I'm in a box right now and and I do feel that my good girl has gone for the moment thank you happy I'm happy I can see how you're dancing coming back to the conditioning and maybe yours is not the good girl right maybe the listeners it's not the good girl and it might be something totally different but it's it's really interesting to actually take a moment and and see what is it exactly and how are these conditioning and patterns ruling my life right now and how are they not letting me free to explore yeah such an important question and I know for me, one of my, let's say, limiting patterns is around pleasing. I like to please people. I feel really bad (laughs) if I don't please people that I'm around uh, in some way. It's not about being who they expect me to be in terms of how it all looks or anything like that, but it's about how I make them feel. There we go. I'm getting to the, the nub of it now. I feel terrible if I make somebody I love feel bad in any way and not just like in my head but in my body I feel like this gut-wrenching disappointment in myself and that is something that yeah I'm trying to change a bit actually because it can be limiting because there are times when we have to say things that are not going to please people for the sake of honesty and for the sake of being direct and for the sake of fierce love So, yeah, there's something in my system that doesn't like having to be like that sometimes that I still have to kind of adapt to. What about you? Yeah, before going to me, I think it's exactly what you said. The fierce love, like knowing also for yourself when you say these things that you're coming from a place of fierce love and that you you want the best. And sometimes that love is the tough love, how it looks like. So, and, and it doesn't necessarily needs to be looking good. Being straightforward and honest and courageous is love. Yeah, totally. So, yeah. And I so relate to the pleaser that you were talking and I've been working a lot with it because deep down I am a pleaser, but I know now the difference between being a pleaser in the wrong sense with the wrong intentions and being a pleaser because I am kind and nice and I want as well the best for people. I can notice the difference when I'm one and the other because the difference for me is when I come from a place of wanting something in return, like with a hidden agenda of I'm doing this for you and I'm being kind and giving you, but I definitely subconsciously want something in return and it's not totally unconditional right and I can catch myself do that 
And it's so liberating actually to notice when is what. Yeah. And, and what, what helps you? Because I think this is something really crucial you're speaking to here. What helps you to catch yourself? That's a great question, Sam. I can notice, for example, sometimes if I would say maybe to a colleague, I would give you this template that I've made, right? And I also expect that in return, you will do something else for me. Like you would give me something when I ask of it. So there is this bank account that it kind of needs at some point to, to go in balance. And that's where I can sense the, the pleaser in me coming and wanting to help. Yes, definitely. But there is in the back of my head, there is a little bit of this withdrawal and adding of the bank account. Yeah, I hear the transactional element and I think we can all relate to it in some way or another. And it's great that you can catch yourself when that's happening. Yeah, I know. And, and now when I'm giving, I am giving with no attachment, which is... I'm super happy to help. And I know that, well, because I trust that there, there is, of course, the energy of giving and receiving, but it doesn't necessarily need to come from this person. Yeah. So when I'm giving it, I'm giving it full heartedly and knowing that I'm supporting the other person and I will be supported when I need to be supported from somewhere else. So that has been the big, big change and revelation, which mm -hmm. I actually... I'm really enjoying. That's so lovely. And it's reminding me of my intention for today. Uh, when I was lying in bed there and kind of connecting in with my heart, I set an intention, trust life. And what you're speaking to there is that it's like, yes, if I give, I might not get back from that exact same person at that time. And I will be rewarded in some way because life is kind, actually. And it has my back. Yes, I love that. Oh, I love that. And that actually has taken me some time to, to realize. And that, that has become one of my agreements with myself and life. That you have my back. Oh, I love that. <laughs> and Magena, for my next question, I would love to ask you, how do you go from being the pleaser into the teaser? What? Well, this is about sensuality, right? We don't want to let our listeners down here. This is not about being good girls, but they want a bit of spice. <laughs> oh, you. <laughs> Do you like to tease? Oh, definitely. That's my second nature. The mischievous one, the teaser. <laughs> way. What is your favourite way to tease? So how I actually tease is very much... Well, humor and playfulness and, and words and also movement, yeah, body movement. Yeah, I see you. I mean, you're very much in your body and you're using your body a lot as a guide. So I can well imagine that. Yes. Now, you know what's coming, Sam, right? I do. <laughs> so you ask your... me about one of my coaching techniques. Definitely. Exactly that. <laughs> so you, woman. How do you tease? Well, yeah, I mean, I relate to what you say around the body. And for me, also words big time. I like to use words in a suggestive way. In fact, as some of you know already, in my previous workplace a few years ago, they used to call me Carry On Sam. And the Carry On films are these British films in which 
every other sentence is a sexual innuendo. (laughs) And that was how I was at that time. And a bit of that is obviously still in me now. I love innuendo. I love suggestion. I love implication. And honestly, you know, we were going to do an episode on foreplay. And actually, for me, the biggest foreplay out there is wordplay. And I absolutely love and can get ridiculously excited by the use of words and suggestion. And just to add a bit more to that, also, um, for me, it's about energy. Where I think we can get a bit lost is when we're focusing on just what we're saying and how well crafted that sounds. And actually, a lot of it is about the energy that you're saying the words from. And for me, it can be very teasing just to say one word through a certain energy and that can have a huge impact. Yes, energy. Uh, I know exactly what you're talking to about the energy and as well, the powerful mental connection with another person. Definitely that for me is a huge foreplay. Totally. Yeah. And when you did that, you know, I saw you like making a line from your head. It's like almost like a radar that is connecting you to other. It's the same bandwidth that you're connecting. Yeah. I mean, it's not only, of course, mental, it's also heart related and stuff. But when there is this ping ponging of ideas and anything, basically sharing of experiences, that's very beautiful foreplay. Love it. And I'm just wanted to check in with you, actually, like what's present now? Is the good girl still there? No, right now it's the exciting one present. Ooh la la. It's funny how it changes, isn't it? You know, when I check in with myself right now, I feel in touch with my sensual one, actually. That's what's present. She's quite happy. She got a little bit of space in today's conversation. And she's hungry for more. Thank you for listening to the Untaming Femininity podcast. Join our inspiring tribe of women on Facebook to experience a deeper connection with yourself and to feel the empowerment of female solidarity. Tune in next Sunday for your weekly dose of depth, lightness, and heartfelt shares.